What's cracking, pimps? What is going on? And welcome to episode 28 of the Mac Daddy Seminar. As always, I am your host, Taylor Dunn, and I ain't got nothing to really talk about this week. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, I sat here for a couple of minutes before recording this. Sometimes I, you know, will write out things that I want to, you know, touch on throughout the episode and I'll hold a note card and, you know, kind of go through it. But I just sat here and I I can't think of anything to talk about. But we're just going to roll with it. You know, I got my little drinky drink. It's Sunday night. You hear that? So... We're just going to fire from the hip, boys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Just finished watching the Super Bowl. That was okay, I guess. I mean, it was a good game. Don't get me wrong. If you know me personally, I don't follow the NFL whatsoever. I just, I don't have a team. I do not have a team that I root for. I have players. There are individual players that I like to follow and that I, you know, kind of try to keep up with, but I couldn't tell you shit about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever his name is. If you asked me six hours ago who the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers was, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But uh, it was a pretty good game, man. Um, you know, I more than anything, since I don't really watch the NFL, I uh, tend to watch the commercials more because I think they're funny. The, 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 the thing is, cable TV is hanging on by less than a thread, period. Okay? And it's things like the Oscars the Grammys, the Super Bowl. You know, those are the only things keeping any type of cable still going. So, you know, that's the only time anybody wants to see any of the commercials. That's the only program on TV where people look forward to the commercials. Other than that, I mean, shit, reruns are some of the main things people will watch nowadays. I'm kind of getting off subject. Let me finish about the Super Bowl first. Hopefully, I'll remember the point I'm trying to make. But anyway, the, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it was interesting, the Super Bowl, but I mean, just, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I watched it just kind of by myself you know i mean like i said we don't have cable on our tv so like i watched it on my computer 
and I wasn't really paying attention to a lot of it. I tried to, you know, catch as much of it as I could, but it just wasn't really holding my attention. Uh, you know, some of the bigger points in it, I felt like, is, uh, you know, Demi Lovato singing the national anthem. This is one subject that we can get on real quick, is Demi Lovato, Okay. What a very talented singer she is. Like, I knew about her when she was, you know, on the Disney Channel and all that shit and doing Camp Rock and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, she has really transcended into an adult artist, which I feel like is very hard to do, especially seeing, like, some of the her peer group that, you know, were part of the Disney Channel or just, like, teen heartthrobs who are now, I feel like, yeah, okay, they have hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, Selena Gomez obviously sells tickets, you know, and what have you. Justin Bieber, you know, has $200 million, whatever. Got it. But the problem I see, and this is just opinion, they're not making music for people their age. Which doesn't make sense to me because all the believers and all the, you know, Selena Gomez fans from 10 years ago, they're fucking... I'm trying to word this correctly. They are... They're adults now. So everybody else is just trickle-down fans, you know? I mean, I said this a couple of Like, when Justin Bieber went through his whole, uh, you know, run-in with the law and he started, you know, kind of being bad, he was at the height of his fame, I mean, he got arrested, and it was, like, front-page fucking news for, like, two weeks. I was working for the radio station in Montgomery, Alabama when that happened. And I remember we were reporting on it, like, every hour, like, what was happening with him. It was on CNN, and I remember thinking then, like, golly, this motherfucker really is famous. If he's out here, you know, all he did was get arrested for speeding, or drunk driving or some shit, and, I mean, this is the type of deal the the news is making over it, but, you know, and then him and Selena Gomez dated for a long while, and, you know, they've just pretty much been, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't even know if you would call them A-list celebrities. What even is an A-list celebrity anymore? You know, like most people think an A-list celebrity is like Leonardo DiCaprio or, you know, Johnny Depp. And I'm not saying that they're not, but, you know, what was the last movie that Johnny Depp was in? Speaking of Johnny Depp, holy shit, that story about that girl that he was married to beating the shit out of him and like, that shit is crazy, man. He got her ass, though. You know, that's crazy. That's wild. You know, you think about it like she's not near the 
actress that he is as far as being an actor. Like, he's immensely more famous than her. And she was, like, beating on him and, like... Like, I listened to that tape that I guess he made. And she, like, admitted to hitting him. And I don't know. That shit's wild. Like, I love my wife. Don't get me wrong. But if she ever swung at me, she knows what the fucking deal is. You know? And I do not advocate striking a woman under any circumstance. Well, not under any circumstance. Like, I would never hit my wife unless she was coming at me with the violence. Let's just put it like that. And even then, I wouldn't, like, hit her like she was a man. You know, there's only a couple of things that could warrant that type of reaction. And we talk about these things, you know. I think every married couple has sat and had the conversation of, what would it take for you to punch me in the fucking face as hard as you could? You know? I'm going to make some people worry with this episode. I'm not... Look, me and my wife, we love each other very much. We have no problems. We've never gotten... We've really never even gotten into a real bad argument, I feel like. Like, even when we argue, like, it only lasts for maybe five minutes, and then we're like, I'm sorry. You know, we shouldn't have said that. I apologize. So, we're good on that aspect, but... I don't know. I guess we just do it for entertainment purposes. How did I even get on this fucking subject? I'm talking about the Super Bowl, and now I'm talking about domestic violence. That's the Alabama in me coming out. I'm sorry, y'all. Anyway. But yeah, Demi Lovato, like... My wife watches a lot of these, like, gossip channels on YouTube and stuff like that. So, you know, I guess that's how I can still kind of keep up with what's going on in, like, pop culture. But I just, I don't know. Selena Gomez, like, yeah, she released another album, but can she really sing? Like... Yeah, she's a recording artist, and she sells tickets, yada, yada, yada. But she's just a pop star. She's not a singer like Demi Lovato is, if that makes any sense. Like, Demi Lovato can sing her ass off, man. I'd be watching some of these videos that she'd be singing. I mean, even with the national anthem, like, she sang her ass off, like... And I relate to her. Like, I don't care. You know what? She had some problems with drugs. You know, who hasn't? That's okay. People, god damn. People want to make so much fun of those types of people. And it's like, you have a drug problem. You know? I see people making memes about Demi Lovato doing heroin. And it's like, I've seen you do heroin before. We were like... 17 years old at the time, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I hate fucking Facebook, you know? <laughs> Every time I tell myself I'm going to delete my Facebook, I literally, like, I'll delete it, and then some way or another, it finds its way back onto my phone. That's a real addiction. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but 
that right there is some serious addiction. Like I've literally gotten to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to delete this shit. All, all I see on here is negativity and stuff I don't care about. You know, yeah, but, you know, the excuse comes back. It's like, well, but, you know, I keep up with my family this way. I, You know, I can post pictures of my daughter and my family members can see them. And, you know, I can keep up what's going on with my friends. But for the most part, I just don't like that shit anymore, man. I don't know. But yeah, Demi Lovato sang her ass off. I would pay money to go to a Demi Lovato concert to listen to her sing. I would. Would not pay to go see Selena Gomez or Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is finished. And he really could have done it. You know? Like, right after his whole little problems with drugs and stuff like that, all he had to have done is just sit down and write just 10 decent songs and play them acoustically and really show his vocal range and he could have I mean he could have been the next Michael Jackson and I know that sounds like a bold claim but he had the following to do it he just had to drop one really good album I mean goddamn that's how Michael Jackson was when he was little when he was in the Jackson 5 he could sing his ass off And what happened? He got away from the group, and he released not just one, but two. Okay, let me back up a second. So he released Off the Wall, and that was his first solo album. And it was great, but it was real disco, right? It was right there at the end of the 70s. Then a couple of years later, when he he turned into the Michael Jackson that we all know and love is when he released Thriller. And Justin Bieber hasn't had that Thriller moment yet. He could have. That's what I would have done. It's like, man, you know what? I'm tired of making music for kids. I want to make some fucking some real good shit like this going to get radio play, but, I mean, I want to make a classic album. Okay. I would call up everybody that I could, everybody that was expendable to me. I would call Usher. I would call fucking, you name it. I'd call him up and be like, hey, I'm, I'm really trying to make a solid album. I'm trying to make an album that's going to top the charts and it's going to stay there for a while. You got to make something new, you know? Like, people just keep recycling shit. You got to make something with a new... I don't, like, look at what Lil Nas X did. That dude blew up. <coughs> Excuse me. That dude blew up off one song. This is going to go down as one of the most popular songs in history, if not one of, if not the most popular song in history. People have been playing Old Town Road for fucking almost two years. 
He's in Super Bowl commercials now with Sam Elliott. I mean, come on, man. Off one song? Hate on it all you want to. That shit was genius. I just hope his follow-up album is half as good. And I'm not even saying his whole album was good. I feel like he kind of was rushed. Like I feel like he just kind of threw together his album around Old Town Road and put it out. But... I don't know. I just don't see how... <clears throat> Excuse me. My throat's been bothering me today. Uh, I just don't see how he, you know, follows up something to what Old Town Road was. I mean, he's he's the rapper that wears a cowboy hat, you know? I mean, are you going to continue to make that type of music? Because I'm here for it. But I just don't think it will be as good as Old Town Road. Okay? I'm sorry. That's just me. Oh, man. Yeah. Like I said, man, I don't got a lot to talk about. Not a whole lot's happened. It's been a week since Kobe Bryant passed away. <clears throat> and you could just see it, man. Like, not so much in, like, the last two days here in San Diego, but those first couple of days right after his passing, like, you could just see it on people. Like, it was like, shit. Like, everybody just looked bummed. Everyone. That's like the only... Maybe it's just because, like, now I'm old enough to, under like, see that type of stuff, but, like, you just see other people, and you see that, like, the death of, like, a a, a celebrity... And it just, like, physically affects everyone. Like, it's like, like, I talked to my mom about it, and she was like, this is like when Princess Diana died. Like, everybody was just, like, so upset for a couple of, like, weeks afterwards. <sighs> Man. I've just been, you know... I haven't done a lot. I I decided to take a week off from uh, stand-up this week just because, you know, I didn't feel like I really had anything new written, and I don't want to just keep... I just don't want to keep doing the same jokes over and over and over again. Not saying that I won't do them anymore, but, you know, I only have so many jokes. So, you know, once I've done them, and I've done them in a certain club, and a lot of those same people are coming to the club because 90% of the people that are coming to open mics are comedians. So if you see them one week, you're going to see them the next week most likely. And if you've already said something, you're not going to get that good of a reaction the next go-around. But, you know, it just it is what it is. I've just been trying to get everything situated for this talent show that I'm doing and this uh, funniest person in San Diego, because, you know, hey, I'm really going to try and give it my all, man. I mean, the talent show is one thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, like I want to do well, but I only I have a short time slot. Like I get like two and a half, three minutes. 
And it's hard to do stand-up in that short period of time. But, you know, I, I can do it. That's not the issue. It's just, I mean, I wanted to do it because it's something so close to home. It lets me, you know, kind of get out to my immediate community right here on the island that we live on. Because there is nowhere to do stand-up on the island. And I'm trying to change that. Because, I mean, it's a little bit tasking. You know, I work a full-time job, and I'm a family man. I have, you know, a wife and a kid. So, you know, it may sound like an excuse to some, but it's difficult to get out and go do stand-up when you're in that type of situation. I'm not saying that I regret anything. I'm just saying, you know, I you know, take my job seriously and I take my family seriously and I try to take stand-up seriously, but something's got to be, you know, kind of put on the back burner. One of them feeds my family and the other one is my family. So, you know, I kind of got to, I just got to make do with what I have. So it would just be a lot easier if I had a spot right down the road that I could go to, you know, every week that was just right down the road and I could go try out some new stuff. And I feel like the comics in the city would get behind it. Like, anytime there's, like, a new open mic or new anything around the city, people are just all for it. And all the comics show up. I mean, there are people, you know, especially a lot of the single comics, they're at an open mic every night of the week doing something. You know? So... Let's see here. How much time I got so far? We'll keep it going for a little bit longer. I'm sorry. I know it doesn't seem like I got a lot to talk about, but I mean, this is how it is sometimes, y'all. I mean, you know, everything's going good. I don't have anything to complain about. I'm just living, man. Oh, I've been running my ass. I can't believe I haven't brought this up yet. So, ever since the turn of the new year, I made a lot of goals for myself. And right at the top of the list, you know, I mean, I had several leaps and bounds in comedy. I have several personal goals as a comedian that I want to try and meet this year. But I also put down I wanted to get into a lot better shape. Now, I'm not overweight by any means. I'm not, you know, you know, I don't feel like I'm overweight or, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not happy with the skin that I'm in, but I just want to be healthier. You know, I want to, you know, just live a healthier lifestyle. And, you know, I'm not saying that I don't eat meat anymore. Or I don't eat any carbs. I just try to eat some more vegetables and drink some more water and, you know, just get more exercise. So I've been making it a point to go run every single day. And today, this morning, I ran my longest logged run on the Nike Run Club app. And I'm pretty proud of myself for it. I ran three miles in one shot. And it took me less than 30 minutes to run it. And I took a couple of breaks along the way because I was exploring. There's a resort like a mile and a half away from my house and I went and ran around the resort and it was pretty cool.
I just I just love exploring while I'm running. It's so neat. I just I don't know. I've I've ran twelve miles this week. Isn't that crazy? Twelve miles in one week. And I'm just gonna keep it going, man. I've ran over thirty five miles in thirty three days. So I'm just gonna keep it going and see, you know, how much I can do this year, you know? I'm not sore. I'm not really hurting. I'm still doing other exercises too. Like, you know, I work out in my garage and I hit the punching bag, but I'm eventually going to get it up to, you know, going back to the gym full time and, you know, starting, you know, a lifting regimen, but I'm just working my way back into it. Just trying to be healthier, trying to live as long as I can, you know, I'm trying to figure out something some type of extracurricular activity for my daughter to do because she's four and I mean you know she's an only child and you know I play with her and my wife plays with her but it's just not the same as you know the type of play that she can get with another kid and uh, we want to take her to do something that's constructive and she can learn something so I'm you know really considering heavily heavily putting her into like some type of martial art you know my wife is saying let's do karate and I feel like for one especially because she's old enough to do it I want her to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu because I do not feel like there is another martial art more beneficial for a woman a young woman than Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Now, you can just use your imagination. I don't want to go too in-depth with why I feel that way, but I'll just say this. It's a martial art that teaches you how to fuck somebody up when you're on the ground. You know, so use your imagination for why I feel like that would be such a good martial art for a woman to understand. You know, I loved it. I'm considering getting back into it so that me and my daughter can do it together. You know, I loved it while I was doing it, but it it just, you know, I can only have time for so many hobbies. And, you know, between doing a podcast and, you know, trying to do stand-up as much as I can, I feel like, you know, I can't really get fully plugged into doing jiu-jitsu enough to where it would be worth what I have to pay monthly to do it. But it, I mean, God, it's such a good workout. And I felt like I learned so much just for the period of time that I was doing it. Like, oh, it was awesome. And that's the thing. Like, I want my daughter to do something now. So, you know, in a couple of years, when she's a little bit older and figures out, you know, well, this is what I'd kind of like to do. I feel like, you know she would, you know, if she's good at it, she might actually, you know, try and pursue it. She might really like it, you know? Not to say that I would, you know, oh, I'm just going to push martial arts on her because I want her to be a beast or anything, but, you know, I feel like it teaches you a lot of things about, like, self-discipline and things like that. 
And I feel like, you know, that'd be really beneficial for her. But you know what, man? Hey, I think I'm just going to go ahead and call it with this episode. I don't got really much to talk about, and I'm pretty fucking tired. Unlike some people, I have to go to work tomorrow. Not at the usual time. I don't have to come in till 10, but some people get off the entire day for the Super Bowl. The day after the Super Bowl. So, I'm jealous of you. But, uh, you know what, man? Uh... Like I said, I'm going to go ahead and cut this episode short. February 22nd, I will be at the Black Box Theater at the Coronado High School for the Coronado Talent Show. It's a very short set. It's a clean set, but all of the proceeds go back into the Coronado school system, so I'm really happy about that. Get your tickets online at coronadotalent.com. Also, I will be at the Madhouse Comedy Club on February 24th competing in the Funniest Person in San Diego contest. If you're in the San Diego area, it would be greatly appreciated if you would come out to the show and show your support. I'm going to try and go all the way with this thing, and the more people out there that I have rooting for me, the better I'll do. Uh, As always, I appreciate you guys listening, and I will see you guys next week.